to get us started. Yeah. <laughs> because well, we're, we're going to get rolling we're on something. I know, I know, I know. Oh, I thought we were so starting. No, I just want to, I want to do a little introduction so that we can, and then I wanted to play, I want to play that quote in the beginning and then I'm going to go. So what's your take on that? Is that okay. true? Let's right. start from there. Does that sound okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So here we go. Um, I always, this is always so awkward. Episode is... 27. <laughs> is it 27? I think so. Yes. yes yeah. It is. That was good, Jen. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> I never know. <laughs> Sorry, that worked. You're welcome. Of a, of a catchy title for it other than parent, parents want to say and what's going on in schools these days but didn't they already have a say in what's going on in schools that's my new catchy title right there yeah. <laughs> kind of long but whatever but it's kind of what we're talking about today so there's been so much controversy I don't know what's going on lately in schools why uh, we talked about this in the past episode how did schools all, all of a sudden become a ping pong ball in politics. How much say should a parent have over what's being taught in school? Do they belong in the classroom? Do they are they part of the decision making process? Should they be? Those are some questions we're going to explore. I was going to start by uh, playing this quote from a quote unquote a journalist uh, by the name of Chris Rufo, who is a very right wing conservative uh, reporter who is also promoting the business of getting CRT out of the classrooms. That's become his big um, horse to ride into war. Yeah. It's his big, big push. And um, he's really taken it. And he's one of the people that's pretty responsible for grabbing everything that has to do with race and racism and teaching of slavery and history and throwing it all under CRT and got everybody to talk about it like that. But um, he was on a, a podcast called The Fifth Element, which is actually a really good podcast. And I wanted to play you guys this little clip of what he had to say, though, about why parents should have uh, this big say in what's going on in schools today. But schools are different. Schools are funded by taxpayers. So taxpayers get to decide what they want to have happen with their money. Uh, schools have uh, a captive audience. I mean, in a lot of places, uh, you are required to attend school. It's compulsory. And especially if you don't have a lot of money, uh, you know, for which is the case for a large number of Americans, it's hard to move and you're, you're stuck in a neighborhood kind of zoned school system. So there are children, again, minors. There's a duty to protect these people because they're minors. And they're also in an environment of being compelled to participate in a government institution. And then third, very important point is that the ideology of critical race theory, diversity and inclusion, whatever you want to call it, is deeply entrenched in these public bureaucracies for a couple reasons. One, because they're public bureaucracies. They don't have to actually meet a market need. They don't actually have to innovate. They don't have to demonstrate uh, kind of ability to meet uh, kind of profit targets. And then so you have this, this huge bureaucracy that's built up of these useless departments uh, that put out you know, flashy PowerPoints and, and, and inflammatory, you know, Zoom meetings. 
um, and they employ many kind of, uh, you know, uh, gender studies, recent graduates from master's programs. Um, and then it's just this permanent employment program for political activists. And, in, and that's what it is. You have publicly funded political activists embedded in K through 12 schools and then pushing this ideology and activism onto children who are compelled to be there. All right. There you go. That's Chris Rufo. If you, he was in a really good, um, a really good podcast from the fifth element. It was their, um, episode number, where were you? Um, oh, episode number 322 from the fifth element. And it was, um, with Chris Rufo. And I, that's where I pulled that from. Cause I thought, I kind of thought, you know, as much as I don't agree with most of what this person says, Kind of, he kind of made a point there. What do you think? Do parents have that right because of their tax money? They already have that right. It's already there. Like it's already there. There's all these committees. Everything that we do has parent and community input. Like I don't, I don't just, just because you think you can go into a fucking board me and just blow up your fucking head steam about something that you weren't paying attention to that was going on last year that they were implementing. No, you don't have a right to stop it. You didn't pay attention when they sent all those thousands of phone calls. Hey, we're looking for parents to be on the LCAP. Hey, we're looking for community members to give some input on curriculum. Hey, we're going to have the board room open with all of these possible curriculum. How about when we do sex education and drug uh, awareness um, education? And it's how many days do they leave that out there? Come look and see what we have. How many people come? Five Out out of how many thousands of students do we have? Don't give me that shit that, that you don't have any fucking rights. Of course you do. You just don't know, like, you don't know where to find them? Yes, you do. Go find them. Your school's telling you. They're calling you. They're asking for your input on a million things. You can't just, like, go, oh, well, I wasn't there. Now I want to change it. Well, then you got to wait till the next well, time. Well, they don't come in in the first place to see what's actually going on. So they don't even know what they want to change because they don't know what's happening in the first place. They just have this idea they listen to what other people are telling them. They read stuff on Facebook, mm. but how many parents have actually come in and spent any amount of time other than 15 minutes watching their child pick their nose? I haven't had a um, single before. one in, I don't even know how many years, not a single that parent in. that's come into my class to observe or give input or anything. It's been, I don't even remember when the last time I had a parent in my actual room. I would say like 20 years ago, I used to get parents pretty regularly who would come in and, um, well, we used to do a lot more Remember, we did Renaissance day and we did metrics day. We did all those, those activities cool throughout stuff. the stuff. Yeah. All the cool yeah. stuff. World day. Remember that? Oh God, we used to have mm-hmm. parents in my room all the time prepping for that and getting ready for that. And, and that was a lot of fun. Um, it was and, fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And it was cool, but uh, we don't do those things anymore because everything has to be about testing. (laughs) 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 Well, you know, I think so much of this started, I think when the 1619 project came out and then CRT, critical race theory, for those of you who are living in a hole um, in it. And 
that's I think was just turned into some kind of a big boogaloo thing that they made it into a boogeyman, which it has it's not there. I don't know where people are getting this idea that it's being shoved down kids' throats and we're trying to indoctrinate them and change them into like crazy progressive, uh, you know, mm. uh, liberals. I, I don't, I don't know where that's coming from. Um, I mean, I imagine that there's, you know, there's crazy. It's got to be in places here and there, but I mean, I haven't seen anything like that. No, Mm-mm, I haven't either. Nothing. And so I, I just thought it was kind of funny that Josh Hawley, who's a um, Republican in Congress from Missouri, um, he is putting forth in Congress. I don't think it's going to get much traction in Congress, but he's putting forth a parent's bill of rights to counter these woke bureaucrats. Well, and the um, bill of rights is hilarious because every single right listed is a right they already have. Right? <laughs> I know that. I know, That's what I said. What, what the heck? heck? The right to know what their minor child is being taught in school, including but not limited to curricula, books, and other instructional materials. They already have that right. Hello? The right to information on who is teaching their minor minor child? Yeah, okay. You should know that already. If you're a parent that's on top of your shit, you would know the answer or you would have already looked at all of these rights um, that you already have. It's ridiculous. The right to visit the school and check in on their minor child during school yeah. hours. Yeah. yeah, they can do that. Yeah. Right. The right to know about situations affecting their minor child's safety in schools. Um. Okay. Yeah. Like they never get anything from school. Okay. This is what happened today at school. Or this, it comes from the district. Even you know, it's not just per school. This is ridiculous. This is yeah. So so like so like is this something that's going on in other states? Because exactly, California. Yes. Like this is. There, there's nothing new here. This like, is we all old stuff. We don't yeah. need any of that shit. Unless, and, but the thing that bothered me was something about like, you know, you have to opt in for out of class activities, right? Wasn't that in that one? Yeah, you have to, that, yeah, to obtain parental consent before facilitating it, um, you know, for, before going on a field trip or anything else. We, the way we did it, we, we, we would do that, right? But so many of those permission slips and things never make it home or the parents don't sign it. Yep. And then then we can't, then their kids don't get to participate. And so what we did, I think what a lot of schools did is they reversed it, out, right? Yes. Where you had to opt, um, opt yeah. out instead of opt in, but they want to change it so that they have to opt in. Yeah. Well, well then I they need mean, to teach your kids to be more responsible to get their shit home. But, but <laughs> serious. It's just like they're going to miss out on so much. Yeah, so much. They're, they're going to miss out on so much if that is the way that it's going to be. The thing that really bothered me on that is it seems like it is, um, you know, modeled after Florida's law. Mm. And Florida has it where the parents' fundamental rights um, are decisions about their children's health care cannot be infringed. Then, like, like what about your gay and transgender kids like how do you protect them if they don't want their families to know yet you're going to out them that's what that's that's what it looks like this law says yeah and then and in arkansas right they just did that they put it's they um he oh no that's not that's not in arkansas that's from a senator in Arkansas who wants it yeah, federal. Right. Yeah. He Tom wants Cox. federal yeah. to obtain parental consent before facilitating a child's gender transition in any form or for other purposes. Are you kidding? so what does that mean exactly? So like pronouns? Like, 
they have to, we have to tell the parents that they don't want to be called she and he, they want to be called something different yeah, or that just, you know, like we, we have several students at our school right now several. who go by different names and their parents don't know, and they don't want their parents to know yet because they don't feel safe. Right. So, you know, if they want, if they want us to build trust with their kids um, and have that kind of relationship with them, I, I don't know what, what do they want? This is, it's very confusing to me. Um, I don't get it. So, I mean, talk about uh, like psychological harm. Oh yeah. Uh, you just told me that. Oh, you know what? I'm going to tell your parents now. Yeah. Or if you don't, and some, some other person finds out about it, you can go to the parents defending, defending education and file a complaint. And you can, you can actually go at the bottom of their website and submit an incident report. I know they have like these tattletale websites now where people can report teachers who are teaching CRT or <laughs> anything else that they think is, is a big, you know, big, bad wolf. And then teachers can get punished and, um, but you know, school lose funding. They, they just report really. it like without any proof. Like did that parent go actually sit in that class and observe that? Or this is just all hearsay from the parent. Let me see. So the know. form says, name, email, postcard, do you wish to remain anonymous? What happened? And then you can hook uh, um, websites or news articles, and then you can submit, how did you hear about us? Let me go back to curriculum um, and how much say, cause there's, I mean, it just bleeds over into all of the other things that we've been talking about so far, but for example, New Hampshire is sort of a, uh, what they call it a bellwether right now. They're like kind of looking at how it's going in New Hampshire and they passed a law, um, that said that parents now can excuse a child from any area of the curriculum for any reason um and for whatever their reason is and that the teachers they have to provide an alternative curriculum for that child um however there are some limits to this so the alternative for the child has to still meet state requirements for the given area it has to be agreed on by the school and it has to be paid for by the parent so although it sounds like it's really like like oh yes parents rights they, they still have to jump through a lot of loopholes in order to get their alternative curriculum but just the and the teacher that, has to plan that on top uh, of everything yes. else. Yeah, and so the, here's the thing that I thought was really uh, <laughs> interesting. No, I, no um, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's not the teacher planning it. It's that they get to go to community colleges. Well, they can. That's another they, thing. They that's work, learn, that's yeah, another thing. Work based learning. Learn everywhere. That's their in in also in New Hampshire. They started this Learn Everywhere program. Yeah. Where kids could go to like Kumon, you know, where the tutoring places and take courses there and then get those credits at applied school. to their, their school, mm-hmm. which for, um, to me, I'm like, okay, I don't necessarily see anything really bad with that. I don't know, but school districts are complaining that this takes away local control of the curriculum by mandating that schools accept credits that are approved by the State Board of Education. But school choice advocates say it's an opportunity because students 
get to diversify their learning opportunities without having to go through all the red tape. They can just go to these other places that are, they have to be pre-approved. It's not like- Does that take any, like, ADA yeah. away from the schools? I No, because they still have to be enrolled. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think so. I'm on their website, the New Hampshire Department of Education. And so the options that they have listed for their Learn Everywhere program are extended learning opportunities um, with community colleges, yeah. work-based learning, um, extended learning opportunities, independent study, private instruction, performing groups, internships, community service, apprenticeships, and online courses, a career academy, which allows them a chance to earn a high school diploma, an associate's degree, a professional certificate, and a job interview at no cost to the family or no co additional cost to taxpayers, apprenticeship, providing leadership and oversight related instruction for registered apprenticeships in plumbing and electrical trades. I don't have a problem. Mm -hmm. I don't know any of Not that. at all. This sounds great. This sounds awesome. Evening classes are offered during the school year at five high schools around the state. And they oversee related instruction portion of pre-apprenticeship programs for high school students at least 16 years of age and job placement is arranged through the <laughs> high school. Right. So they can't go to Aunt Sally's house and get Aunt Sally to tell them about what happened, you know, in history. I mean, it has to be an approved program. Mm -hmm. So I personally, yeah. I don't see any problem with that. I mean, some kids don't make aren't good in a classroom mm -hmm. environment. They need this would be good I don't have a problem for with our that. heavy hitters. You know what I mean? Yeah, this sounds they would awesome. do good in something like that. You know, this is something. So, you know, like my partner, this is what he, he did when he was in high school is he his high school had this apprenticeship ability as he was in high school. And so he started his apprenticeship when he was in high school. That's awesome. Need apprenticeship. Yeah. I don't know why we don't, we should go back to some of this needs apprenticeships yeah. and kids should be getting uh, credits for yeah. going out and, you know, working on construction mm -hmm. sites, learning how to repair cars, doing plumbing. We need all of that. Yeah, so when he graduated, yeah, that's he, a great idea. Yeah, when he graduated, he was able to work um, in a shop and he's, spent his entire life he went you know through the shop and worked his way up through into the office and so so what I like about this that's kind of different from parents trying to impose what we can and cannot teach is they're not affecting the rest of the class mm -hmm. yes they're, they're individualizing it for their kid outside of the school which is great because then their kid is getting maybe what they can't get in a class of 38 kids you know some kids just don't work in that environment um, and so I don't see a problem with that, but what I have a problem is, is when you've got, um, parent rights groups coming in and saying, you can no longer teach anything that makes children uncomfortable. You cannot teach CRT, whatever that might mean. You can't, you have to be, uh, presenting things in a certain way. I, I think that's wrong because Very. it's kind of, a, it's kind of a reverse thing, isn't it? It's like. I'm going to tell you what you can't teach because I don't want kids, my kids to learn that. But at the same time, maybe I want my right. kids to learn. Yeah. That. So yeah. how is that right for one? What group do you to do? Say, Put the parents in a room, let them duke that. it out. Like, yeah. How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to watch that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You could probably get a pay-per-view probably oh, make some extra money for the school. But I mean, really, if you had, when they say that parents can come in and excuse their kid from any, um, any lesson or any part of the curriculum at any time for any reason. Can't they do that anyway. What am I going to do? What, what am I? Gonna, yeah, but what am I going to do when like 
um, this kid wants this lesson and this kid wants to be excused from this one. And this one yeah. has to be this yeah. one. I mean, it's just going to be, it's going to be chaotic, right? Um, Diane Ravage, she, she has this quote um, that I wrote down. It says, it's absurd for parents to tell teachers what to teach. The result would be chaos. And in most cases would be parents telling teachers to teach the way they mm -hmm. were taught decades earlier. Um, it thoroughly discredits the teacher's professionalism and expertise. And she adds in there that she can't think of a more effective way to demoralize yeah, teachers and drive later, them out of the classroom. Later. Hello, we'll see you later. Right? So I think there has to be a limit to how that's done. I mean, I don't have a problem with, like you said earlier, Sharon, with parents coming, they, they have ample opportunities to come and voice their opinions on things. They do. Yeah. There's a you process know, before, in place. Before, there's already like, there's already a way to do it. Go figure out how it is in your school district. It's probably the same as ours. You send you information. Hey, we're going to be looking at this curriculum. Okay, Come to the school board meetings. Yes. Oh. Well, they are going to the school board meetings. And you know, yeah, but, you need to be on the committee. But, <laughs> if, you want, if you want to make a decision, get on the freaking committee. The, when it goes to the school board, the decision's already been made. Right. But then the, the point is they go, the parents are going to the school boards. They are yelling, complaining. Um, some of them are getting violent. Oh, yeah. um, they're not, it's not a very, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Productive way of getting your point across. It just makes you look like an, an idiot um, when you may have some very valid points to make, but nobody's going to listen to you when you're yelling. Well, I have to tell um, you, there is um, from the Associated Press, there's a picture of um, Melinda Deslati. Um, anyway, 26 state school board associations distance themselves from the national group because of some issue but they have a picture there oh god just one look at the picture and you can see why kids are out of control all over all over the country no one has to do anything that, that they don't want to they're 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 protesting <laughs> they're they're protesting the mask mandate and there must be 50 people in the picture without masks on even though it's required to be inside you don't have to do what you don't have to do what you need what you don't want to do you don't have to follow any rules why why and all these kids are sitting there with their parents it's like, mm -hmm. why, why do you think that they, why do you think they act out at school and go, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? You're going to call the proctor? Um, apparently not a whole lot. Yeah, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> you going to call the proctor? It's like, you can't do anything. This, I mean, I don't know. Just looking at what is happening in our society and how polarizing everything mm -hmm. has become. Right. And how you can't tell me shit. I can do what the fuck I want anytime. And I don't, I don't care if it's based in fact or based in science or not. That's how I feel. Mm -hmm. So it's funny that, that I get to do that. <laughs> I don't care what the law is. So much of that is what the climate is right now right it's like you don't if you don't like the way something turned out you could just say that it was wrong or that it didn't you know wasn't done correctly um and then you get people to believe you and enough people believe you and then you change you know you can change people's minds which is what when i was listening to this this um reporter chris rufo talking about it that's exactly what he's done mm -hmm. he's worked really hard to get people ginned up over um, a non-issue, um, you know, in order to get an agenda passed, which is what a lot of this is all about. It's all about taking back control and, um, 
you know, using, using teachers. Now we are the evil indoctrinators um, and parents had better get their foot in the door and stop the indoctrination of their poor, innocent children. And on that note, I'd say really, <laughs> I was thinking about this last night. If parents are, they're so concerned about what's getting taught in the classroom. I'm thinking, What's getting taught to kids on their phone? Oh my phones? gosh, right? What are those kids <laughs> are they, learning are they, when they get home and get on their laptops to get on their phones? Oh my gosh. Right. I mean, are the parents monitoring their phones? Mm -hmm. Are they looking at their history? Are they telling or talking to the kids when they're going on porn sites? Um, saying looking at bad, you know, the the it's like, so if you tell everybody, if you tell kids, oh, you can't hear about CRT. You can't know about this part of history. We have to teach it to you. What's it going to do? What does that do when you tell somebody you can't it do It makes that? them you do it. Learn that. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so if you're making something seem taboo um, and, and, right, and you're doing the opposite you know, and evil or salacious, 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 um, then you're making it more, more interesting, <laughs> basically. So you know, all of this controversy is just making things more interesting to kids who are paying attention. Like, and then, like I said, you're so concerned about what's going on in schools, but you're not paying attention to what's going on in your own home with something that's actually, in my opinion, way more way powerful more. than anything I say in class. Right? They, don't, they pay way more attention to what's online than what I say in class. So I think if you want to control your, what your kids are learning, take their phone away from them. That'd be step one. Mm -hmm. I think that's a, I think that the phone is a big, big problem. So um, parents, if you really want to control what your kids are learning, go get their phone, go get their passwords and start looking through what they're Yeah, look at, at their history. And I think you're going to be, you'd be really shocked at the things that they already know that you don't think they do. <laughs> I'm, I'm always surprised when I do that with my kid's phone. Right. I know it's crazy. Yeah, it, it's crazy. But mine is the exact opposite. I'm like thinking they're like me when I was their age. <laughs> Not at all. It's like all stupid animal YouTube videos. And <laughs> well, wouldn't that be nice if that's what most kids were doing? But I don't think most kids no. are. No, I don't think so either. Like when when the um when the Dick folder pops up on the Chromebook. <laughs> You know, where they where they get the knowledge of how to go find those pictures. Right. I didn't teach them that. I swear to God, that was not part of my curriculum. Or when the 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 porn the porn picture gets passed around at the dance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Airdrop to everybody at the dance. That's nice. What did what happened at our dance uh, two weeks ago? There was a student that was airdropping um, a little <laughs> gay porn, and uh, and it went out to anyone that had their airdrop on, including myself and a couple other teachers. And it My didn't principal. just happen once. It's like 15, 20 times. This kid kept sending it, sending it, sending it, sending it. Oh, Lord. You see who it's from when they air. Oh, yeah. It? Their name pops right up. Bottom line, I think that um, parents already have all the rights that people are complaining or saying that they don't. Parents need to pay more attention when to the notices that the schools send out and get involved and make time to go to the, mm -hmm. join the PTA. Yes. Go to the school join site the councils. Committees. Yes. The school site councils, they should, parents should be clamoring to get on those because that's where the budget goes. They decide budget ideas. They decide curriculum ideas. Um, and that's parents, teachers, 
and students on that council. So parents, if you're not, if you want to know what's going on in the school and you want to say in it, that's where you go and you get involved with it there. Mm -hmm. You don't wait and let the news cycle tell you what to believe, you know, go and go into your classrooms. If you really think there's something going on, go into the classroom and spend some time there, not an hour, go in yeah. for a couple of days, go in for a week, you know, uh, get to, if you're really that concerned about what being taught, take a week off of work. If it's that concerning to you, if you're that worried about it and go sit in a class and see what's going on in your kid's school. Um, you know, you have the right to do yeah. that. <laughs> How many parents actually sit down and go through their kid's actual textbook? I wonder. Or even their homework. You know? They're like, oh, I, he tells me I don't have any homework. I mean, how involved are you? You're, you know, um, of course, I'm not every parent is that, right? I'm not saying that, but the people who are up in arms. And this is not all parents. Uh, okay, so this, yes, this, this brings up the conversation that I had with um, a teacher from another school that is a completely opposite school from ours, right? We are like the low income. We are begging for parent involvement. This other school, um, obviously the socioeconomics totally different. This is, you know, an, a, a school where, you know, the kids are, they come from families with money and this teacher, you know, that I was talking to was like, Oh my gosh, these parents are out of control. Um, this particular teacher says that, you know, they've had parents come in their classroom and tell them they need to take certain things down off the wall that they didn't approve of and, you know, requests, well, I don't want my kid learning this lesson out of the book and, um, it, complete opposite of us, right? It's too much parent involvement. That's a, you know, and, and that's, I, 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 I never even thought about that before because we don't have that and she was like oh my gosh just you know to have parents just you know have faith in me and let me do my job and stop you know being so worried about oh well you can't you know teach this you can't say this word you can't use this word you can't have this on on your wall like that's a whole nother stress that I have not even like had to think about you know what I mean our yeah. kids are apples to oranges but but I don't know. I just, when we were talking, it, I just kind of was like, dang, like, I didn't even think about that coming, you know, from your, you know, socioeconomic background, you know, your type of school, like that's a whole different issue. They've got parents up their butts, just, you know, giving their opinions left and right about what they think. So is it socioeconomics or is it politics or is it political party? you think it has to do with socioeconomics, like the people who are and like the Karens, right? Sorry, my sister is Karen, but sorry, the Karens, are they the ones? <laughs> well, I will say a lot of the parents that she has issues with belong to a certain group, but I'm not going to say the group because you guys know the name of this group. And um... the Facebook group. <laughs> Yes. When they go and commiserate oh about the gosh. woes. Of but life. then what, what is it then? Because I mean, look at our kids. We don't have that problem. Look at the socioeconomics of our school and look at the complete opposite at that school. And it's a real problem, I guess, with the parents up there. So you tell me, I don't know. There's got, there's gotta be some kind of correlation with, you know, it's, it, it's a lot of politics. You've got a lot of parents that aren't, working because they can afford not to that are a lot more 
embedded in what's going on at the schools and they're extremely opinionated and they are in these groups that I bet nine times out of 10 before doing their own research, they're listening to what others are saying, forming their own opinions, you know, and it's just like a snowball. But yeah, this, you don't want to, you don't want to imply though that lower economic groups don't care. Oh no, not at all. I'm not saying that at all, but I think, I think it has to do uh, more with, well, I mean, I get the socioeconomics for sure, but um, that city is also the upper socioeconomic is very conservative. I'd be interested to see if, yeah, that same situation is happening in other districts. Because our district is where my kids go is also has a nice Mm -hmm. upper class. And that is not happening in our parent groups on Facebook, not at all. And I would say our town is more liberal. So I think that makes sense, though, because, you know, I think back on all the years we've been teaching, right? All the years I've been teaching this, this is a new thing. Yeah. Brand new. This is new, Mm -hmm. you know? And yeah. it has to do with the how the climate in the country has changed over the last four years, um, and yes. and um, I think there's how news has yeah, changed. Yeah, well, well, again, there's people pushing agendas on both sides, but uh, and that's what's causing this all of a sudden is people are saying, oh, "Look at what's getting snuck in under your noses," and there's like, "What, Dan? Is your how different is the curriculum you're teaching now than what you were teaching ten years ago?" Nothing's changed. Nothing has changed. <laughs> the only thing that's changed would be, you know, uh, more technology, different strategies, but the curriculum is pretty much the same. There's hasn't been, I mean, we just had a new uh, textbook adoption not that long ago. And if you, there are some things that are different. If anything that's different, there's more, more information added, like places that we've never studied before are now in the textbook. World yeah, history. world history, but it's got nothing to do. There's no CRT. And we spent three days, <laughs> three days at the district going through. We had, oh my gosh, all these different companies came out, presented to us, and it was open to the entire public. And not a single parent showed up, not not one. The entire three-day process to put any input on, you know, it was a whole process of of. That, but let me jump in there also that that's not job that's not just for the school the whole district, the whole yeah. district. so that includes that includes yeah. every political party socioeconomic anybody that wanted to attend in was invited for three city. straight days right. and not a single person from right. the community showed up not a single one yeah so that then now you're gonna yeah, complain that, about oh, it? I, I, I don't have any input on what my kids learning Nobody showed up, you know, when we were going through all, we went through like eight different companies and like dissected every textbook, every, you know, technology piece, every single thing that went into each of these companies, uh, you know, what they were presenting to us. And we ripped these people new buttholes. Like we seriously did. Like, I like this here, but this is horrible. And this and this, you know. Not a single person from the community showed up to give input on that process. Nobody. 
So right, and once again, they have the right to. Yeah, do that. but again, we don't have in our district these problems of, well, I guess a shoot, what we're reading about, like in other parts of the world, like parents, other parts of the country. oh yeah, parents accusing you know us of you know sneaking these hidden agendas into our teaching. We are we well not yet at least we don't but <laughs> gosh <laughs> that's crazy. Let me be retired by the I time that hits us. I can't even I can't even sneak how to write a sentence in to my <laughs> how to use a capital correctly. Yeah, a capital yeah. I. They don't know how to use capital I. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you know I I don't know where they're thinking all of this is going to go anyway. They they don't the kid so many of the kids right now don't pay attention anyway uh, I mean, they really don't they're so checked out uh, so many kids right now i wish i wish parents in some sense we've always wanted parents to be involved mm-hmm. right we all, i've always appreciated the parents that called me or contacted me or asked to come in and speak with me and uh, you know we got to do it as a team yeah, as a team yeah thing. but it's not a, it's not an us against you uh-uh. thing and, and that, I don't know where that attitude came from. That's the scary part because somebody is pushing that and it's just not the way it is. It really, it really isn't. I don't understand where, well, I guess I do understand. It's just because people don't bother to actually do the research. Yeah, and listen they, to don't, what, they don't go what find Martha the facts said, themselves. That Jenny said that. Oh, this person said, said it. So it's true. <laughs> yeah. No, go see for yourself. You know, you have as a parent, you have all you have so many rights. Oh, my gosh. You have so many rights as a parent. Exercise yeah, them. More than I exercise do. them. Go into the classroom. Go to the school. Ask the questions. Right. Go see for yourself. Like instead of just spouting off that this is happening. Go figure out, go get some evidence. Go get, go get your own right? evidence. Oh, it's real so evidence. annoying. Yeah. And, that, and it's true. I don't know any, I don't know any of our teachers at our school who would say, Oh my gosh, there's a parent coming. I have to change everything I'm doing and take all this stuff. I'd be off all, hell yeah. Like, guess what? <laughs> yeah, this is awesome. I, yeah, it's, it would be awesome. It would be awesome. Um, I've even reached out for parents to help me find curriculum mm-hmm. when I've had trouble, you know, trying to find um, both sides of an issue. I've reached out to them. I've asked them to send me articles. I've asked them to do things. And very rarely do you get any, any feedback. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating. Yeah. And the only time, the only time we get um, parent, uh, so much time when we get some parent involvement is when it's negative. Yeah. Like something negative has happened, um, you know, or they don't like the grade their child mm-hmm. got and they, uh, or they believe that their you grades you know, their are child at midnight. What extra credit can my kid have? Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's the kind of parent involvement we get. <laughs> I know. So I, it's a, it's this topic about parents being involved in classrooms, I think is very frustrating to the majority of teachers. Yeah. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that, oh no, there's no teachers that are, have some kind of a crazy agenda. No, I'm sure there are those out there here or there, but they are by far the minority. There is like few and far between, but as, but the problem is it's just like anything that that's out of the ordinary that gets into the news that becomes the thing that everyone's doing. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you find a teacher that is teaching something, uh, 
you know, telling people that you are the white oppressors and you need to go apologize to all the black, you know, you're going to hear some that get into the news and yeah, that teacher's dumb. Um, but then that goes off and they're saying all teachers are doing that. And that's just not true. Yeah, If you have a teacher that's spouting off their own agendas, then that person does not need to be in the classroom. Yes. uh, No, and that administration needs to uh, get their shit together and get that teacher out. Right. Or, you know, I think I think children need to be exposed to a variety of points of view, a variety of perspectives on all sides. And then the goal of school should be to teach the tools to teach yeah, give you the tools mm-hmm. to analyze, yeah. research, Form your own and make judgments. Come- yes, there you go, and come to your own opinions. It's not fair to always say one thing is right. Mm-mm. You can't. It, that's what's wrong with our country right now. Is there's a bunch of people saying it's my way or the highway. Yeah. If you don't believe what I believe, then you're wrong, and that is just not. That doesn't. It's not going to work. It's going to cause a huge issue and a collapse and democracy which is like scaring me so bad and you know if this this is really sad but i think if things continue with the way they are now you're going to have a mass exodus of teachers uh, from public schools you're going to have people who um are going to start pulling their kids out of public schools um they everybody wants voucher systems but i don't think what people understand is just because you have a voucher and you want to go to a specific school doesn't mean that school has to take you or your problem child. So then where are you going to put your kid once public education is gone? I don't understand that thinking at all. They think about, no, let's make competition, you know, so that schools have to strive harder like businesses. Well, I'm sorry, your child is not a product. You know, it's not like every child is the same. It's not like a car where every car should be manufactured to a certain standard. And if it's not, you go buy a different car. Kids are different they're all different. They have different needs and different, you can't pigeonhole them. And, and, you know, one school might be good for one kid, Mm -hmm. you know, and and maybe one teacher's not good here or there, but um, you can't, you can't take away public education. It's going to, you'll just, you'll end up with an uneducated society, but you're going to end up, you know, you're going to have people who don't know what they're doing, teaching um, people who aren't experts in their field saying that they are. I, I don't know. It just doesn't, it sounds like a big mess to me. And I think um, if this push keeps going about trying to really limit what teachers can say or do or how they teach and, you know, if they're going to script our dialogue, you're not going to have teachers anymore. They're going to, it's, they're going to go, which a lot of them already mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. We already have a problem. You know, we already have a shortage of everything in every aspect Education. of yeah. our yeah, education system. There's not even people oh, signing up to go to teaching, you know, the credential. Right. right. So um, I guess they're all getting their wish. You know, all that, that stuff about them wanting to get kids back in classrooms. <laughs> they're not going to be any classrooms pretty soon. They're going to be back at home with you. Yeah, because there's nobody <laughs> to teach. There, there are pl- there's plenty of schools that have been closed because they don't have staff. Going back to like our original topic, which is should parents, how much should they have to say about classroom? I don't know. Are they experts? I didn't go. I went to the dentist this morning. I wasn't in there telling him, hey, you know what? Like you should be cleaning my teeth like this. 
you know, oh, that instrument <laughs> that you have right there. No, this is the instrument you should be. Shut the fuck up. Like, I, seriously, like he's the professional. He's gone to school. He's gone through all the training. None of my business to be telling him how he should do his job. That's how I feel. I spent all I guess- this money to go through all this school, all this training. And we still have all this professional development that we do every year for somebody else to tell me how to do my job. I know, but I'll tell you what the, the answer to that would be. They'll come back at you and say, well, if you don't like the way your dentist uses the tools, you have the option to go to a different dentist. Our students don't have the option to go to a different school, which isn't true either. Are you kidding? Yeah, they yes, do. They do. <laughs> of course they do. You have the option. You fill out the form and you go, I want my kid to go to this school. You provide transportation. Guess what? They go to that school. Right. Right. 100%. That's what I'm and, saying. And and you don't want your kid in that teacher's classroom? Seriously, trust me. You don't want him in that classroom? You get him mm-hmm. out of that classroom. Because they just mm-hmm. came to the parents. So it's not, it's, it, like you said, they have more rights than we do. They have more pull than we do. They want something done. They probably get it done. Right. There isn't, there isn't anything that we have a right to over the parent. No. The parent, nope. And, and I don't know, I don't understand why parents don't, um, get that you don't like what's being taught. Uh, well, then you can move your kid to another school where they're not teaching that. But it goes back to that same thing I said earlier. It's like, well, there are parents who want me to teach that. So right. it's not fair for you to tell me I can't teach that when other parents want that taught. You know, so who's right there? Yeah. You know, whose rights are you stepping on then? You can't blanket, you can't blanket eliminate a, a, a course of study because you don't want it because it doesn't drive with your beliefs. Besides, it's not like we decide that anyway. I have no decide. I don't get to just, yeah, exactly. I have to teach the decision on what, Mm -hmm. yeah, there's no decision on what I get to teach. It's all through. And you want to find out who did the state standards, go back and listen to our, our episode on that. And you'll be surprised about that too. Teachers didn't have a lot of say Mm -hmm. on that either. So we are, we are pawns. Pawns in this political and if you know what and you're lucky parents are lucky that there are people out there who want to work with your child and care about your child and 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 have their best interests in heart they really do you know um otherwise you, you won't last in this profession at all you'll be you'll be eaten alive and gone so if you've got even if you have any love for education and and then you should love your teachers and, and, and go and spend time with them. Talk to them. I don't understand this whole evil that this, that education is evil. When, when, when did that happen? It's the same thing I've been doing for 35 years, seriously. And the kids still can't write an capital I instead of writing the small letter I for the word I, they still can't do that. But they used to do that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I used to be able to write a sentence, I think. Yeah, I think I think that part. I honestly, oh, that's a whole other topic, but I think that's gotten much worse. The basic uh, go back there that. and say and blame that on the cell phone again. I think the cell phone is the, uh-huh. the bane of all evil. It's the it's the bane of society. It's ruined everything. I think everything. If you go back to it, I think the cell phone is the culprit to all of this. Everything that's wrong in our country today is because of the cell phone <laughs> and the idea that you can transmit information so fast. 
there's no filtering anymore. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Problem solved. That's it. Ban cell phone. I don't know. But in the bottom line, parents, you've got rights. Nobody's trying to take them from you. Nobody can take them from you. And nobody's ever taken them from you. And we don't need more stupid laws no. to give you more. You have. They're giving you, they're giving you, they're passing laws for rights you already have. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder what else they're sticking in there as a, as a little, oh, let's stick this You're in like, there. Yeah. <laughs> you, know who, you know who slides, you know who slides information? Yeah, you know who slides information under your nose? Bill writers. There you go. Go talk to your Congress people. They're doing, they're that's, doing something to you. They're doing something to you. That's where the information gets slid. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, we'll just put this under this bill, but we're going to title it. Yeah, this. exactly. You want to be suspicious of people? Go be suspicious of the people who are passing those laws. Go talk to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're, we're not, not doing anything. I'm a, I'm a slave. That's it. <laughs> slave labor. <laughs> Jeez. All right. I, I think we've, we've basically put a fork in this one. Parents, turkey's done. Mm-hmm. Turkey's done. Don't quit blaming the schools. They're not doing anything more different, anything different no. than they've been doing for the last 35 years. And um, quit listening to to BS that gets you riled up. If it's making your heart race and it gets your blood pressure up, there's something wrong. <laughs> there's something wrong with it. And go see for yourself. Seriously, if you think this is happening, go go check mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. But don't go for an hour. Don't go for a day. Take some time off work. If you're, if you're that concerned, take some time off work and go sit in the classes that you're concerned about and go to the dang meetings. Yeah. You know what Mm -hmm. that made me think about Jen Mm. was all, all of the parents that came rushing in to buy their kids a dance ticket at the last minute. (laughs) But how many of them, how many of them came to parent conferences? Yeah. Right. None. Exactly. <laughs> we had like two people show. Yeah, parent, parent conferences. conferences out of 175 kids, we had like two. No, are you serious? Yeah, yeah, serious. yeah. that that was uh, that was it. So I think I would I think I would take parents more seriously if they were way more already involved in what I would say school. You know that they were on the committees that they were you know participating Active, in school. Yeah. They're going to school dances, going paying it. You know involved in the schools more than trying to listen to what their kids say to them. Because what happens when they come home? How, what was what did you do in school Nothing. today? Nothing. Nothing. Did you learn? Nothing. <laughs> Instead of saying, "Get your notebook out. Show me what you did in work today. Open up your Google mm-hmm. Classroom. Show me the assignments in there. Um, let me see what your teachers having you read." You know, instead of doing that, and and just, you know, you could just trust the teacher and just say, okay, yeah. you know, if you're gonna be like that, like, hey, yeah, hey, what are you reading? Oh, oh, yeah, I remember that. I can't. Why are they still reading the same books? Because why are they still why are they still reading the same books in school? I don't know. I don't classics. know. Whatever. They're classics. Yeah. Okay. They're classics. Can there's there nothing. Like contemporary that has the same themes. Oh, but that would just don't, yeah, this. don't, yeah, don't get it. That's another <laughs> whole nother podcast about books that they're banning because uh, they're talking about. But I mean, but, but as a parent, for me, I'll ask my kids, you know, what topics they're on and stuff, but I don't go in their notebooks and look in their Google Classroom. I have total confidence yeah. in their teachers. Right? Yeah absolute confidence and I supported their teachers when my kids were in school their teachers told me something was going on I believed the teacher 
Of course. You know, I didn't yes, you know, defend my kid. A, oh, don't get me started on that bullshit. Well, what happened to you to make you act like, no, your kid is a fucking asshole. Like why this kid should be punished. Like what this kid did this and the parents, like it blows my mind how many parents take the kid's side first before they even have all the facts, even talk to the teacher or the principal. They're already completely agreeing you know, with the kid. What, what the? That and I, that, you, you know what's so stupid about that, you guys? Is their kids. You know what their brain has developed? Seriously, they have a very good chance of misinterpreting something that was done because their brains aren't fucking fully developed. Karen's <laughs> really passionate right now. <laughs> well, I mean, their whole emotional amygdala is like, and their frontal lobe's like, I was just thinking about what happened to our friend that she told us about at lunch. What was that? She was on the stairway or something. On duty, yeah, telling the kid, "Oh, don't you can't come this way." On the wrong stairs. Over the stairs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck you gonna do about it? I'm gonna throw you down the fucking stairs. That's what the kid told the teacher. I'm gonna throw you down the fucking stairs if you don't get out of my way. Throw you down the fucking stairs. Yeah, get Mm -hmm. out of my fucking way. And and then he just like pushed her as he walked by. It's like. It's like, well, good thing she didn't fall, but still. And then the mom's like, well, my kid didn't do that. What yeah, what did you do to provoke my kid? My Are you fucking no. kidding? I was doing my, yeah, I was doing my job. And I was supposed to go up there. That's not your job. Okay. Yeah. I think we're done here. Yeah, and she yeah. left. Because, I mean, what do you do with yeah. that when the parent goes, no, that's not your job. Oh, really? <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. Did you write my job description? Yeah. Right. It's not my job so to maintain the safety yeah. of these kids and make sure that they are exiting in. Right. And yes. learning what their what their what the stand what the state standards tell us we have to teach. So and have you, how many parents have read that? Have you read the state standards, parents? They're oh online. God. You can go there. They're they're not secret. You know, that's what you go. If you want to go complain about what's being taught, then go know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. I know anyway. this is enough. I'm done. <laughs> Me too. That's another one. Another one in the books. I, I, I think hopefully people got the message here that um, you just, if you want to be complaining, then you need to be more involved and quit listening to what other people are saying is happening before you know what's really happening. Mm. I just go get involved in your own district right. and see what. Without what going to your board to meetings and yelling at people. Yeah. No. Don't yell at people. Go, go to your school your and be part of your school. And then be part of the solution, not the fucking right. problem. Oh my gosh, please, parents. We we want you to be involved. We love you, most of you. And um, you know, it's a partnership. It really is. We can't, it works so much better when you're involved in a positive way. You know, mm-hmm. and you can have your you can have your voices heard, but you you gotta do it in the forms that are provided for you. And they're there. So have a nice day, parents. Happy vacation. Enjoy being home with your family before you send your children back to be indoctrinated in January. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. All right. <laughs> before I bleed all my nonsense into your kid's brain. Yeah, I'm probably put my put them in headphones and put secret subliminal yeah, messages. Yeah, before I start playing records backwards. Background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't give away all our secrets oh, oops. <laughs> all 
Anyway, thanks for hanging out with us today. If you want more information, go check us out on our website, transparencyandteaching.com. And also, if you enjoyed the show, uh, we could really benefit from you rating and reviewing us on your favorite listening platform and just spreading the word about this vital and important information and insight that we deliver to you. Um, I would like to say regularly, but right now it's sporadically. sporadically. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm retiring soon, so maybe it'll become regularly. (laughs) Lucky. Don't even talk about that. Okay. Well, on that note, um, enjoy your vacation. Bye, guys. Bye.